You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ended by Bet MGM <laughs> on the Bet QL Network. The way UCLA came in here, he's just took control of this. They did. This is going to be Maryland's worst loss in this building. That doesn't surprise me. You don't hear that number. Nick uh, trying to console the unconsolable, inconsolable. Yeah, what do you say other yeah. than you just got to move on, right? If you're Maryland, you just put it away. And UCLA, with its largest win against a ranked team in about 13 years. Welcome on in BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Thursday. Ton of get to today. Thursday night football. Big one tonight in the NFC West with the 49ers and the Seahawks. We'll get to that. Some thoughts on some bowl games coming up next couple days. Great guest, Jim Rudin with Three Man Weave. And Alice Christensen will join us as well. So some college basketball today, some NFL today. We'll get to everything, including a Steph Curry injury here in a second, Joe. But we, we had a big game of college basketball last night. A couple ranked teams. It's the biggest thing going on right now, I think, on the internet. Everyone talking about this, <laughs> this is it. This is the biggest story yep. out there. It's the the sports, going. it's all about the sports, the college basketball in December. Yep. Nothing else going on in my world. How are you doing, Joe G? Just, you know, status quo, same old, same old. Um, but let's oh, be a lot to get to today. We're going to have a fun show today. And, um, Joe, that game last night, watching that, I did watch about the first half of that game. It wasn't even a game. It wasn't even a contest. You know, Maryland's getting a little hype. They start off undefeated. They've lost a couple in a row. Uh, and they get blown, the doors blown off them. UCLA is a program that I just think we take for granted is really good under Mick Cronin. Like we, Paul mentioned yesterday, top, you know, 2020 club for Kempom, right? We look at that when we get to March. They're already mm -hmm. in that group. They're top 20 offensive defense. They went across the country last night, blew, to, blew the doors off a pretty good Maryland team. That UCLA team is really good. They're always really good under Mick Cronin. Nine and two now on the season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are always two sides of the story. What perspective are you going to take it from? Uh, PTI always asks the question, is it more about this team winning or this team losing? I thought last night wasn't as much about Maryland as I think people are going to make it out to be because they were at home, because they were blown out by a team, as far as the rankings go, they should have been pretty close to. But I thought that was just about UCL, UCLA playing a perfect game. I mean, that's the way that I looked at it. And, and you pointed to uh, Mick Cronin, uh, as you should have, the way he's turned that program around. I remember in the way long ago, in the early days, like people questioned him. Like at Cincinnati, is he just, is he really doing, is this his program or is he just taking the leftovers and doing the best he can with it? I mean, this guy's been a coach for, a, a great coach for a number of decades. And I mean, he might we'll see what they end up doing today because he's always got to reload i mean but that's a good thing that's where he has that program on that list of teams that reloads but i mean ucla three turnovers the entire game i mean i wow, yeah. i'm sorry i'm not i'm not ripping maryland for that i just thought they they played great they shot what 56 percent on the night it was it was phenomenal and uh we're all used to at this point ucla getting into 
upper 80s into the 90s in scoring. Like it may be jarring to some because you look at the that uh, ranked opponents last night, but no, not surprised at all. They're real. I wonder. The question is, are they going to be as real as we we thought they have been over the last couple of years? They've been that team that I keeping a close eye and keeping a close eye on. I thought, you know, and sometimes they make that deep run. We've certainly seen it from them in the past. Yeah, I was on them last year to make a run, um, and, and they had a nice run, but not quite uh, you know far enough. But they're they're a good team. They right. impressed the heck out of me last night uh, in that game against Maryland. So big college basketball game last night. We'll get to some bowl stuff coming up in a little bit. We did have an injury before we touch on the World Cup, Joe. We did have an injury yeah. uh, in the NBA last night, and we'll see how severe it is. We'll see what what this is. But Steph Curry had to leave the game early. MRI coming on his left shoulder now, and the Warriors lose again. We we started talking about this week their road record. I mean, it, it kind of slipped through the cracks the first, what, month or so of the season. They can't win away from Golden State. I have no idea why. It's a, it's an odd thing for a veteran team. But now they lose Curry, and you start to wonder, you know, I think it was Kerr said it's a, it's a hangover, right? Championship hangover. I didn't I didn't peg them for a championship hangover. This isn't their first one. They've had, they've had a lot of these. But it's been a weird yeah. season for them so far. Yeah, um, I, I've been going back and forth about this, and I, I understand why Kerr would say that because if you say it's a championship hangover, what you're suggesting is that they can bounce back. You know, it's right. just a matter of them getting it done, of them, you know, sometimes these, quote, championship hangovers happen for an entire season. And is that what's happening? Is it bad luck? You mentioned Steph Curry with the MRI. Um, is it just a veteran team that knows? We don't have to grind for eight months, and we did just win the championship. We're, we're, we're good enough. We know when it's going to be time. We're going to be in the dance, and we don't have to have home court throughout. It doesn't seem to mean what it once did. We, we're always seeing road teams go on the road in the NBA play, uh, win games in the NBA playoffs. But So, I mean, I, I'm still not willing to say, like, they're done for this year. They're not in the championship conversation. Um, is it a hangover? I don't know. I would lean yes, just based on the pedigree, uh, meaning that I think they can turn it around. But I understand why there are a lot of questions. It's very strange. But also, Joe, like it's a very small sample size to, to where I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, that team can't win on the road. They're talented enough. But now, now we're talking about it's one thing when it's Milwaukee, but it's another thing when it's Indiana. Right. And you look at the math, so they're 14 and 15 on the season. Here's what's crazy, though, Joe, about the Western Conference right now. So they are 10th, right? They're in that last, and it's early. There's 30 games in. But they are in mm-hmm. the last playoff spot right now, right? The final one of the play-in. You know, the, you know what the gap that separates the final playoff team right now, the Golden State Warriors, from, let's just say, the three seed? It's only four games. They're all bunched up. They're, you know, yeah, yes, right now New Orleans and Memphis look like maybe a cut above in the Western Conference, game to game. But you look mm-hmm. at the, the standings right now, two and a half games separate four from 11, or three games separate four from 11 in the Western Conference. There's a lot of basketball we played, and, uh, yeah, I'm not ready to write them off. But if, uh, if Steph's out a while, they could be in some trouble. Like, if they fall down even further, I mean, how, mm-hmm. how are they going to win without him? We remember a couple of years ago when he got hurt, right? He hurt his hand, and that was the end. That was basically the end of their season a couple of years ago. Yeah, but I mean, that that would be the case with any team, right? Take away the best yeah. player, like you're done. Yeah. You're done, and, and you're going to falter. And I'm sure the teams would rather have that if they're being honest. Give them truth serum. Like, 
sure, give me the better draft pick because I know we're going to be just fine in a year. Now, we are going to get to that stage. I mean, how much long, longer are we going to r- rely on them to have that championship? I, I mean, they're still just coming off the parade. I'm just saying, though, that we're at a point in Steph's career where we're constantly seeing him break uh, career records. So the, the end is going to be there at some point. I, I, I would assume that the Warriors are just going to ride this out until the very end. Most, most teams do when you have an all-timer. But, uh, you know, it, it will end at some point. And, and we've seen the play from the surrounding pieces uh, not be at the level it once was. Yeah, well, that's, and that's the case. So if they don't have him for a while, they could be in uh, some real trouble. We'll see what the uh, MRI shows and, and what kind of timeline for Steph Curry. The other one yesterday that we uh, obviously paid attention to, and we had a guest on Sebastian yesterday on the World Cup. France knocks off Morocco 2-0, two to, zero, two to nothing. So we have – I mean, we have the final that – when we had Sebastian Salazar on Joe yesterday, he, he said it. Like, that's what everyone wanted, right? I mean, Morocco was a great story. Mm-hmm. They had a nice run. <laughs> Big tickets on them, all that. But France and Argentina on Sunday, that is what the World Cup probably needed, wanted. I'm, I'm excited for, for people to watch this thing because this is like – you draw this thing up and you want to get the most eyes on it, the most people interested in it, France and Morocco. So France 2-0, uh, and they'll take on Argentina uh, on Sunday in the World Cup final. Yep, yep, I, yeah, and – we bet that we took France minus a goal in the half. I got plus minus plus one fifty, so that was good. And um, I don't want to say it was sweaty, but it was getting kind of late. I'm like, are we going to get to the second goal? Then it finally comes through, and then uh, felt free and easy. Uh, it, there are all going to be all sorts of TV records probably broken uh, coming up for this final. It's once Brazil was knocked out, this was the obvious hope for everyone, right? Give us France, France, Argentina uh, in the final. So uh, looking forward to that before all the football uh, coming up this weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, it's you think about this weekend, right, between the NFL Saturday, the NFL Sunday, and that's, that's more in our world, right, what we do here uh, in the United States. But right. then you throw this game in on Sunday. This probably will end up as one of the most watched TV sports weekends ever, right? We're, we're late in NFL season where the ratings, I always think, go up when the weather gets worse in the Northeast, in the, in the Midwest. Right? Like people are inside. They're going to watch the NFL here yeah. in America. The ra- ratings are high. And then you have the World Cup, right? You have the final across the world where this matters more than it does to us here. I, I have to imagine eyes on televisions and, uh, again, in our world, people betting on sports this weekend. It could be one of the biggest sports weekends for betting outside of, like, a March Madness, right? Like, outside of an event. Hmm. Take away the Super Bowl, take away March Madness. A re- this is kind of a random sports weekend, but I think it's going to be gigantic with everything going on. And bowl season begins. It's... Maybe not the biggest bowls, but some bowls. Okay. And you also have to consider the volume. Buys are done. We have 16 NFL games this week. A good one tonight, mm-hmm. which we'll break down. Uh, and then outside of the Monday one. So we got 14 games. Got bowls start. Bowls are starting tomorrow morning. There's going to be college football on during our show. Uh, what a great day to, to get out of the office early, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. just, just start the betting. And we'll talk to Jim Root about it in 10 minutes. It's, in a sense, it's kind of a shame that there is the NFL on Saturday because the Saturday college hoops matchups that we have are just phenomenal. I mean, it starts at, at noon Eastern with Indiana at uh, going up against Kansas, same time, 
Gonzaga against Bama, two top 15 teams. And then at night, you've got Tennessee, Arizona. That's the late game, a couple of top 10 squads. Like the college football is going to be awesome. People are going to get into it with college football. Are you in any college football uh, bowls, uh, pools? I've I'm got not. some sitting in the email, but okay. I haven't signed up for any yet. We'll, we'll see if I have time to get some picks in at maybe today, maybe during Thursday night football. Like I've got some sitting there that I've been meaning to get around to, but this always happens with me. Like the night before all the bowl games start, I'm like, I'm a college student again. I'm cramming and trying to get all these picks in. And the other, the other tough part there is there's a lot of games where we don't know who the hell's playing yet because the bowl games are weeks and weeks away. Like we know for this weekend, but we don't know all of them uh, in, in some of the matchups a couple weeks from now. And in those confidence pools, it's like, okay, I feel strong about, let's say, Alabama, but how high do I want to put them in, in my confidence rankings? So in the, in the kind of pool you're talking about, you'd have to pick all the winners or whatever it is versus spread, or just in, in general the winners like today, by the time we – like you have to pick them all at once? Uh, usually, but then – or you can go into the, into the website or whatever and adjust it as need be. Okay. But like a survi- if you like have your survivor per- thing, right? Like you could go week to week. You yeah. have to get it in before the game. Yeah, and, I, and I've done straight-up ones. There are ATS ones, and then let's say there's 30 bowls. It's confidence. So the, the game you feel the strongest about, you put the 30 on. you got to use every number, going all the way down to one. And it's, sometimes you can use the strategy of saving all the, the high numbers late, which some people do, or just you know trying to – with the ATS ones, I wonder how far some of these numbers have moved. Like this year more than ever before, you might have an advantage of a full touchdown if the ATS numbers lock, say, a week ago. You could, yeah. Um, well, you know, it's, it's great It's great you brought that up, right? The Bulls starting, college basketball. It, it's going to be a phenomenal sports weekend and a phenomenal sports betting weekend. Yeah. If you're someone out there, you know, depending on what kind of better you are, maybe you have whatever, a unit or two, 50 bucks, 100, whatever you bet on a normal weekend. I, I don't know where you spread your money around this weekend. There's a lot going on. Right, like if you're willing, to, people out there make a better to a weekend, whatever people do, right? It, it doesn't matter. But whatever you do, like typically, oh, the NFL, I'll throw something on the Sunday game. When I have the World Cup, you have college basketball, you have bowls. There's a lot, so we'll get into it all. Jim Root's going to join us in a couple minutes. We'll talk some college hoops as we're starting to get more clarity early in the season, especially with this this UConn team. Every time I look at UConn, Joe, I'm like, they just might be dominant. They just might be that team. They've been great every time I looked at them. So we'll talk to Jim about that. It's, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll yeah, get to talk about today, too. You know, a lot of times you want sample size. I want to talk about sample size with Jim, too, because mm-hmm. there are a few teams that started the, the season 10 games ago in college hoops, if you haven't been paying attention, at 66-1. to 1. And right now, I, I think like three of those teams that started at 66-1 to 1 are in the, the short conversation for best team in the country. Like, that's how weird this college hoop season's been so far. Yeah, and we'll find out, is it going to sustain? Is it just an early season thing? That That's the fun of this now as we get into the season. So a lot to do today. We'll get to Thursday Night Football, and it's a gigantic game. The Seahawks and the 49ers tonight. The NFC West could basically be wrapped up tonight by the Niners if they go on the road with a banged-up Brock Purdy and win in Seattle. So we'll get to that. But next, we're going to be joined by our guy Jim Root of Three Man Weave. He'll join us on early season college basketball, and he'll react to the UCLA blowout of Maryland last night. Joe O, Joe G, it is Beck UL Daily, presented as always by BetMGM.